The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the US, but sometimes they venture out. With everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons, there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm the mysterious Justin. And I'm the infamous Jay. I'm Emily. And together we are Crypts <laughs> of the Corn. Uh, we are your guides to the, mostly the Midwest and Appalachia. Uh, everything, everything from cryptid, paranormal, alien abduction, or just whatever we actually feel like talking, or whatever you guys feel like talking. Plain strange and weird. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been on our Facebook page yet, that's about the best way to get your voice heard. We run a lot of polls to pick these episodes. Yep. And this is actually a Facebook Live pick. So last week's Facebook Live, this picked this week's episodes. Or the week yes. after. Mm-hmm. We record time travel, all that. It's fun. It's great. It's like a TARDIS. Yes. A what? It's the TARDIS. Doctor Who. That's oh. the big blue box. I thought you the said blue tortoise. telephone box. Oh. All right. I don't, I don't watch that show. Tortoises time travel we by living mar- forever. They do. Since I'm already, we're already off topic. No. We had our, my very first like marching band show. Yeah. Was Doctor Who themed. Oh, okay. And so we'd have we had like three pop up Tardises, and you can find like our performance on YouTube. Uh huh. But the Tardises, we had to like do our little shows around them. It was the coolest show, <laughs> and right. I loved it. Okay. It was my freshman Back year. to this. <laughs> this week's cryptid is the Jersey Devil. That seems to be a fan favorite. Uh, it's definitely a very interesting uh cryptid it's got a lot of history with it Hmm. so when i say jersey devil jay what do you think of like what's your picture i'll give you the description after that but well i already kind of know what it looks like but i don't know exactly but i i don't know just a big black scary looking thing with wings Mm -hmm. and i don't remember if it has red eyes or not but it does oh it does well there we go didn't have a horse head yes but who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Well, Mothman. Oh, yeah, Mothman. Yeah. I know what you were talking about. What were you saying? I don't know. But yes, the Jersey Devil is both terrifying and disgusting. Uh, largely due to its horrendous appearance. It looks like a big hodgepodge of creatures. Hmm. Um, which like, a chimera is that word. Oh, I thought, like a science experiment gone wrong. Mm-hmm. We've made chimeras. There's actually chimera oxalals, which are two oxalatals fused together. Ooh. They're called fireflies. Mm-hmm. Were they born that way, or are we actually like... Both. They get man-made and they're born. Mm. Fireflies aren't born. They're man-made, but other chimeras. Oh, um, interesting. This creature's face is often being described as in pain. It looks like it's in pain. Like, mm. 
grunting teeth, you know, the gnarled face. Uh, but like, it's purported anywhere from six to ten feet tall. That's it's kind of have it kind of has two basic looks. Uh, the first one, like you were saying, the horse head, the long neck, the horns, the hoofs, the big wings. It kind of looks like a goat and a horse had a baby that's standing upright with bat wings with a big, long, thick tail. Oh, a tail too. Which fits the classic, I mean, old, old school European dragons. Mm-hmm. Okay, from their folklore yes. or whatever. So it's very, very similar in color, shape, size to the classic European dragons. Okay. Not the big, what we see now. The other one is very gargoyle-like. Gargoyle? Yes. Like a, uh, still the big thick tail. Like from the cartoon? more car- of a, yeah, the like cartoon? from the cartoon. From the cartoon. More oh. of a humanoid shape. Yeah. More of like a, uh, less animalistic, more humanistic, you know, big arms, you know, more of a human type face. Head. Right. Like human anatomy. With... Like more of a, like what we'd think of a classic devil uh, or a classic okay. demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the two big descriptions. Yeah, no, just your old run-of-the-mill classic devil. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. There you go. Well, they pop up a lot in history. And before I get into the rest of this episode, if anybody on this episode hears an echo, we are working on it. This is our first episode we're recording in the new studio. So yay! Yeah. But wait. <laughs> but just like. It, <laughs> We're working out the bugs. Yes, so, we are. So please forgive us. Uh, we're getting. We have sound padding coming to help get rid of the echo soon. Yeah, Jay's ordered ten thousand dollars in it. Yeah, right. Uh, but no, we'll get it fixed. But just so, just bear with us for this transition period. Well, yeah, we're getting ideas. We're this is coming along as we look around the room. Literally day one in the mm-hmm. studio. And you hear the birds. Mm-hmm. We'll have to move them. Oh, All that's right. hilarious. Well, we'll be right back, and we'll get into the folklore and the legends of this. And we're back, guys. So now we're going to get into the folklore and the start of the legends. Now the birds are gone. Yeah, the birds have been moved. We had to dispose of them. Mm-hmm. They got moved upstairs. Garbage disposal. Yep. <laughs> That's how chicken nuggets are made out of parakeets. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no. I thought they were just bleached chicken parts that were left over. So there's, sort of chicken. There's two main origins uh, for the, the start of the Jersey Devil. Okay. Both involve Mrs. Leeds. So the Leeds Devil is what it originally was called. Not oh, the okay. Devil. okay. Um, so once again, this most of this comes from mythology.net uh, for research. They do a pretty good job of organizing some of these bigger stories and stuff like that in better sections. But I'm just going to read it. Uh, the strange creature that haunts the state of New Jersey has its origins as, an, as old as the United States of America. The legend dates back to the early 1700s and claims that the monster can be tracked back to one family, the Leeds family. According to the legend, Jane Leeds, sometimes known as Mother Leeds, every other story I've ever heard just says Mother Leeds. Mother Leeds. Leeds hmm. Fell in love with a British soldier and was cursed for her transaction or transgressions. Sorry. So basically, this is right at the start of the American Revolution. True, 1700s. So she fell in love with the enemy at the time. Hmm. So blasphemer. Somebody else local cursed her. 
Yeah. Um, well, a good reason, anyways. What? Like, good reason to curse her, because... Yeah. Why would you do that? For the... Yeah, they were not the nicest. I mean, we weren't the nicest to the locals. Anyways, nobody was nice to nobody. True. It's humans. It was a it was a rough time in history mm-hmm. for the world. So, Mother Leeds uh, went to Ohio on many children, presumably with this British soldier. After having 12 kids, uh, she was exhausted and ready to stop giving birth. <laughs> However, the poor Mrs. Leeds, in dismay, uh, basically was just mad about her child, and the curse came to fruition of whoever put the curse on her. And after she gave birth, she gave birth to this horrifying creature, and it flew out the chimney, and later on became the Leeds Devil. Mm. So there, the other origin is very similar, but there's a couple differences. So the other one is called the 13th Child. They both involve 13 kids. That's the one I know about. Yeah, the one where I'm about to say. Yep. Yeah, that's the, the one I'm about to say seems to be the more Common? prevalent one. Okay. Uh, whichever one's true or not, you know, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. But basically, Mrs. Leeds, normal life. Um, she wasn't disliked by anybody, as far as we could tell from this story. Uh, she had a, a twelve kids, a strong working farm. Uh, her husband and a couple other local community guys would always help them on their farm. They were well-liked. Okay. These weren't problem causers. These weren't, you know. They were pillars of the community. I, I wouldn't even say that. They just were there. They okay. They were just kind of, you know, they weren't They weren't causing waves no matter what. Okay. The Leeds family was nothing Good special. Good or bad. Yeah. They just, you know, they weren't ever a, com- or never a topic of conversation. Okay. So, but, uh, so... Miss Leeds given birth to her 13th child. In this time age, the men would go wait in the barn. They would literally leave the whole house. The midwives and stuff would come in, the wet nurses and stuff. Mm. Uh, and the men would just wait in the barn. Mrs. Leeds hated having kids at this point. Well, I would imagine after tw- 12. Yeah, after 12. Which, keep in mind, wasn't uncommon. Right. They had a really good survival rate, though, as far as most people in this day and age. What do you mean? A lot of people lost kids in childbirth. Oh, yeah. So even though she was pregnant 12 times, she did have 12 kids. Yeah, that actually lived. So, yes, a lot of people would be pregnant 12 or 15 times and still only end up with three or four kids. Right, yeah. So I just keep that in mind. She was, she had very, they had very good rates. They were both fertile. And, uh, yeah, and she hadn't died in childbirth, which is another common way that women this time died. Right, yeah, especially just, after having 12. It's, yeah, I don't want to, I got a joke, but I don't want to do it. Well, what? Like Probably a, like the Stargate portal. <laughs> yeah. It's, they walk out now. Should have been coming out much easier by that Anyways, time. this is her hardest birth she's ever had. Oh, boy. Uh, labor for like a day and a half. The Stargate portal was closing, mm-hmm. per se. It's like more of a mouse door. Anyways. Mm, okay. Uh, so she is just frantic. Uh, the men are, you know, panicked too in the barn and stuff like that. So she says, if this child be alive... May it be the devil's. Hmm. Basically, she's cursing her child. She cursed her child out of exhaustion and anger that it's taking so long. Because she was mad. She was basically mad at the baby for causing so much labor problems. Well, women can do that in an emotional state of mind. You're pushing out a human being. Yeah. And there's a lot of issues that come with it, too. She had a lot of complications. So, at this story, after she says this, the baby comes out perfectly healthy and fine. 
The midwife wraps it up and takes it near the fire. So this is late at night. Takes it near the fireplace to look, uh, just to check out the baby because they had no lights at the time. You know, the fire was the only light. The baby looked normal, but as she was looking at it, the baby started to turn black hmm. and started growing hair and changing. And she went to more uncover the baby to see what the problem was, and it bit the midwife's finger off. That she dropped the baby. Obviously, the mother freaks out that she dropped the baby. And then this baby starts transforming more and more into this weird, Thing. hoofed, winged creature. Hmm. And then one of the midwives tried to strike it, and it flew up the chimney. And when it got to the top of the chimney, it let out a horrible scream and started growing in size. So it grew into its form, and then it grew into it started growing into size. The men made it out of the barn just in time to see this thing just taken off. Yeah. And that became the Leeds Devil. So it does sound like a, like a real curse come to... Life before your eyes, basically. Mm-hmm. She basically, uh, uh, the curse, how it goes, she basically, to ease childbirth, she gave the baby to the devil. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how she, how it went. You know, a lot of people talk about sold their soul and stuff, like, for something. Mm-hmm. It's just really an this example is, of it actually, yeah. people even witnessing it actually happen right before your eyes. So, yeah, that version has a couple witnesses. They both have, a, they both are basically the same story. yeah. But a little bit different. You know, it just depends. Uh, the first one had, the community did not like misleads. And the second one, the community was fine with misleads. Yeah, or at least neutral towards her. Mm-hmm. Huh. But yeah. So any comments on the origins? Uh, the second one, yeah, the the curse and the, well, the curse where the babies like literally transform for her eyes or stuff. That's it's pretty awesome. Bits, bit the midwife's finger off. Off completely? Yeah. Okay. And that was the part of the... Some people say that was a part of the, the pact or the ritual. It had to taste blood mm-hmm. in the first like minute of life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, but, then that's, and then it can complete its mm-hmm. transition, I guess you could say. Yeah, like a catalyst or something. Yeah, yeah. The spark. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's pretty... That's frightening. That's a good frightening way to start your uh, journey as a cryptid. Yeah. <laughs> so the devil has been seen pretty much constantly since then. On and off, you know, every every you know 20 or 30 years so i just jumped to the first sighting taken seriously the first old sighting okay um so let me get to that one of the first sightings of the jersey devil taken seriously was reported by uh, a famed war hero uh commander stephen decatur which i'm guessing decatur illinois may be named after him uh-huh uh the timeline of this story is known to vary possibly because the confusion with the accounts told by uh, Joseph Barquette, I'm going to go with. Bonap- oh, Bonaparte. Oh, Joseph Bonaparte. He'll come up later. Okay. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> uh, the majority of the stories that tell of Decatur's sighting claims that the event occurred in 1778. Uh, there are, however, a few accounts that suggest... Oh, sorry. A few accounts that suggest that the sighting actually took place in 1819. Uh one year before the sighting of Joseph Bonaparte and was part of the Jersey Devil Hunt, which we'll get to. Yes. And was or, which was, uh, the Jersey Devil Hunt was orchestrated by President James Moore himself. Monroe. Monroe. James Monroe. I can't read. Ah, the president? Yeah, this... So before we get into the rest of this, this story has a lot of famous people trying to kill this thing. Okay. And I'll spoil it for you. They don't. They don't. <laughs> I could guess that one. Um, 
not many cryptid stories end with it being killed. I don't know. There's a few of them. A few, but not many. Sinkhole Sam went down the hole. Well, true, but still no body. Well, yeah, he's about two miles below the surface. Right, yeah, or <laughs> somewhere. He's still alive somewhere. I don't think so. That's a heck of a fall. In our hearts, he's there. Yes. He's alive. All right. So, yeah, basically, yeah. A famous war hero has seen him. So there's a little bit of arguing on the dates. Wait, but, um, yeah. Where? Where did this? Did they see him? Was this in, in Jersey? It was in Jersey. Okay. In the Great Pine Bearings is okay. where he's always seen. More specifically, yeah. And does that stretch? Just... We're going to talk about Joseph Bonaparte here more, but uh, he causes a lot of confusion, I think, in the whole story, hmm. because he was really into this. Yeah. But I think he may have been bending some stuff to better fit his storyline. To make it more a better story, mm-hmm. I guess. These dang celebrities. So we're going to talk about Napoleon's brother. Mm. Everybody don't know Napoleon's Bonaparte. This is the whole pine bearing. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay, that stretches. Mm-hmm. It's giant. It's most of Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Um, but this so Joseph is actually Napoleon's older brother. Okay. Uh, so he wasn't as famous as his younger brother, obviously. Yeah, not many people are. <laughs> but he's well known by those who believe in the Jersey Devil. He owned land in uh the. Ooh. Bordering town, New Jersey, uh, which is a part of the Great Pine Bearings area. There are several variations of the tale of this encounter. Some people claim that Joseph was hunting the Jersey Devil when he happened upon it and was startled to discover its existence. Others simply claim he was hunting on his property and saw the creature. This event supposedly happened in the year 1820. Okay, so a year, yeah, after the initial sighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 years later, there were more things the creature. It was blamed for several livestock killings and strange screams that could be heard throughout the woods and the pine bearings. Uh, despite all of this, however, there was no concrete evidence that the creature existed. Hmm. So. So everything's hearsay, basically. Yeah. And we're going to jump around the timeline a lot. Yeah. Uh, but there's all kinds. There is one. I don't know if I have the account later. I don't have the year off the top of my head. But literally, it killed... They blamed it for 200 pigs dying in one night. Oh, good lord. Okay. Every pig was dead, but from a throat slash. Oh, okay. I was going to ask, what but was that? But the only thing missing, it would it was like something sat on its back and ate the back of its skull and its brains out. Really? Every pig. That's odd. And a throat slash. Yeah, that's how it killed it, they and assumed. Then it, and then it ate it the brains. It just sat and relaxed. And ate the brains out. And then moved on to the next pig. That's really weird. And they were strewn over the whole pasture and stuff like that. So it's going one by one, it looked like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how That was I... terrifying for the last pig. But yeah, you think? 199 pigs. And you're trying to still run. Mm-hmm. Then it eventually gets you. You should have sat and laid there and acted like you were dead already. Yeah, with your hooves up. But I'm mm-hmm. sure they would be able to smell and see, oh, I didn't slash the throat on this one. Well, that's why you roll right. in another pig's blood. Yeah. Get really messy. Good thinking. Yeah, don't just sit there and scream because you know pigs just scream. Yeah, I was probably still doing that. When we used to work with pigs, they'd say, You're hurting the pigs, you're hurting the pigs because they just scream. Yeah. Like, I haven't even touched this pig. Right. Yeah. They're just screaming. Yeah, it's like a little kid. They just scream. Well, they're, they're, um, they might be humans, so. Oh, yeah. Jay brought that up the other day. Pigs are humans. That's it. Well, I think part of the reason why. His brother Joseph isn't like also really believed, is because around that time they had a bunch of like other stuff going on. What like like 
health-wise stuff, right? What happened in 1820? Probably some sort of plague. The plague that was making people crazy. Oh, that was that 1820. I um the grain, the grain problem that was making everybody crazy. That's what they think caused the witch hunts. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Which that may be an episode. Uh, I can't think of it. It's a grain bacteria hmm. that causes like madness, all, kind, all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, the cult, the cult, the the cult bacteria. Huh. Wonder if that was invented by uh, us. No, I think it was there to destroy us. Anyways, by, by who? Jumping forward. Coherent episode. We okay. Got a coherent yes. episode. That's our first one in here. We got to focus. <laughs> uh, January nineteen oh nine. Uh, and when it was spotted by thousands of New Jersey residents on January 16th to January 23rd. The sightings caused both widespread panic and excitement. And it is also one of the reasons the Jersey Devil has regained so much popularity in modern day. There, are, where there were so many reports of the sightings that were published in newspapers across the country. And uh, precautions were taken that suggest local authorities really did believe that the citizens were in danger. Hmm. They did all kinds of things. Thousands of people seen this thing in a couple days. Yeah. It was flying around. It was just, yeah. So the events that unfolded uh, on Saturday, January 16th, the Jersey Devil seen flying over Woodbury, uh, New Jersey. There, there was some panic. It was initially presumed to be an isolated event like all the other previous tales. There's tons of these tales before the Jersey Devil would just mm -hmm. pop up for a day. Yeah. And then it would do something and it would leave. Be gone. It really, at this point... It wasn't famous for a lot of attacks on people. It did have some, but it more just pop up and pop away. Now, when it attacked people, was it the same as the pigs? For no, it's mostly just like chasing. A lot of stuff we see with the Mothman. Oh, so not much. There's no. Is there any deaths? A couple, but it could be other things. It wasn't anything when I could find that I would be like concrete. This that's is... a Jersey Devil attack. Yeah. Um, but the next, so the next day, however, uh, there were more sightings in Bristol. Uh, this time there were strange tracks that matched the description of the creature. So these weird hoofing tracks. So now jumping to Monday, January 18th, things started getting more lively. When the Jersey Devil tracks were found in Burlington, New Jersey, the town where Daniel Leeds and his family were uh, supposed to be living, it inspired the original tale. Mm, okay. With so many sightings, however, people began to wonder if the Jersey Devil was more than just a cryptid who had been invented in the heat of a feud between loyalists and patriots, which is the first story. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, okay. The tracks in the town seem to uh, defy what is biologically possible. So basically, well, it doesn't talk about these tracks a lot. These tracks were seen walking through the town, walking straight up a wall, and then walking over a building, like a big straight line. That's so weird. It didn't matter what was in between it or not. It was just... They it, were was like, just mm -hmm. it was going. Mm-hmm. So it, it had hooved feet for sure. That was the description. Mm -hmm. Hooved yeah. feet, yeah. Hmm. And a man, six to ten feet tall. Big. Thousands of citizens became concerned for their safety and started taking precautions. So now we're going to jump to Tuesday. So we started Saturday. We're now on Tuesday. Uh, it became apparent that the devil was just getting started. At 2.30 in the morning, Nelson Evans and his wife spotted the Jersey Devil outside their window. They claimed in the description of the beast was nearly three and a half feet in height in the strange head that was uh, started off looking like a collie dog, but it had a face similar to that of a horse. So just a really nasty looking thing. 
Its neck was abnormally long, and its wings were at least two feet in length. So this is a much smaller creature. Yeah, than, it's, but that's been reported. But this sighting flap also has some bigger creatures seen. So I kind of wonder of a nest of Jersey Devils or a, whatever Offspring you want to. Or... Yeah, it was a a rare occurrence of them actually breeding. Or I'm wondering if the you know the initial one kind of transformed. You know when they first saw it changing. Big and small. What if it can change to like a humanoid shape? Good. And into like this thing that was maybe easier to fly or navigate. And that's why there's two separate descriptions being seen. What if it's just the same thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Um, it was also said to have walked on its back hoofs, and it simply held its two paws up while walking. So it kind of described it as not having hands, as more like just like a dog's paws. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was able to shoo the creature away in the event deeply frightened. So basically, they just went outside and like, whoa, go away, go away, come on, keep moving. Just get him out of there. And so that's why I think this is not the same creature. Because the bigger Jersey Devil, or not the same individual. Okay. Same species. Un- okay. Because the, uh, the big guy is not shooed away. Not so easily. He's not deterred. Pushed out, yeah. Uh, later, two hunters in Gloucester, uh, their hometown, they came and uh, followed the tracks left by the creature for 20 miles. They claimed it was able to jump over fences, squeeze under small gaps. They were only eight inches in size, so here's your size-changing thing. Hmm. Uh, the pattern matched what was previously been reported in other towns. So some people said, like you kind of said, the size, they can get bigger or smaller. Yeah. Some people say it's not fully physical. Okay. So it just walked through the fences. Oh, okay. It rather didn't do than, anything. Rather than trying to squeeze through it, it just mm-hmm. phased through it. Mm-hmm. That it's actually more of a demon, or whatever you want to call it. You know, it could... It did, didn't care it was in its pathway. Right, yeah. Uh, so the next day, so now I believe we're on Wednesday, uh, people in Haydenfield and Collingswood, man, New England has weird names for towns. Uh, deci- I think they're named after old people, all of them. Yeah. Uh, decided uh, to, form, or to form a posse and hunt down the cryptid. Uh, through a few of the... Sorry. Though a few of the posse were able to spot the creature flying towards Morristown, they were never able to catch it. You can never catch a cryptid. Eh, I don't know. I yeah. might have one for you later. Hmm. That we'll catch? Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Uh, on Thursday, uh, the 21st, things began even more tense, or things became even more tense for when residents of the Pine Bearings, when the Jersey Devil attacked a trolley car in Hudden Heights. It eventually was chased off, but it spread widespread, widespread panic uh, that caused more uh, evidence and just fear in the population. Once more, or what's more, is the creature didn't just make its last appearance with the trolley attack. Oh, okay. Uh, several poultry farmers in the area reported having, or reported that something like the Jersey Devil had killed all of their chickens. There was others who claimed they'd seen the creature crash into electric lines and continue flying as if nothing had happened. Later in that day, a telegraph worker just outside the Atlantic City shot the creature. Unfortunately, it was able to escape into the woods, though according to the worker, it was limping. Oh, so, so this actually is the first time we hear about it getting hurt. Physically hurt, yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, probably no blood or nothing. They found or anything any other evidence other than it limping right mm-hmm. hmm. still the jersey devil marched onward on its attack on the pine bearings 
It was spotted in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, as well as Collingswood, New Jersey. Uh, people attempted to protect themselves by hurling projectile objects at the creature. But according to reports, it was still unharmed. Yeah, I'm st- yeah like people are shooting at a thing, chasing it down, following this thing. I may have forgot to add something in here. Yeah? I'll have to have Emily look up. Because uh, this thing's pretty bulletproof. Sounds like it. Well, somebody hit it with the biggest bullet. Oh, okay. Well, I looked up to the like plague that was going on during the time of Joseph mm-hmm. Bonaparte. It was smallpox. Smallpox, okay. Was going smallpox around Smallpox. Ooh, just like nowadays. So they could have been going crazy from smallpox. Heck yeah, or anything else. Yeah, they could have. I just think it's funny in my head picturing someone, you know, people are shooting at it and stuff, people are scared of this, and then people are just... Hurling rocks up at it. It's, it's like that's blinding. not the projectiles. <gasps> I don't think they were meaning. Oh, we'll okay. get into it. Well, okay. and with the the grain thing too that you talked mm-hmm. about earlier, it worked like on the brain, like LSD does. Oh wow! They literally so, call it the cult drug. Yeah, it had the same like effects that LSD has on the brain. And it was just like a grain bacteria. Yeah, yeah. it literally caused whole cities to die. Because they would start following like super weird. Anyways, it's not what this episode's about. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get into it. Okay. At a different time. Okay. okay. It's called the cult bacteria. All right. Um, so later that day, a pet owner in Camden, uh, New Jersey, spotted the creature trying to eat her dog. She chased it away, but not before it ripped a chunk of flesh from the, her beloved pet's face. Oh. The attack would uh, be one of the most important to the reports of the 1909 sightings because it was the first time the Jersey Devil was directly connected to an animal attack on livestock. Yeah. Because uh, there's uh, everything before this was just speculation. Right. Animals dead, Jersey Devils in the area will blame the Jersey Devil. This was a lady who was literally had her pet Dog's get a face chunked bit off. off. But keep in mind, this is still the small Jersey Devil. Okay, it's not the big one yet. Mm-hmm. This is the event that would uh, cause the most panic in the Pine Bearings. Armed guards were put on trolleys to ensure the safety of the citizens. They literally had thousands of deputized people yeah. protect the community from this thing. Uh, even more uh, posses and hunting groups were created in hopes of someone would be able to capture the beast and end the attacks for good. However, more people decided to seek the refuge of their homes until the attacks had stopped and the Jersey Devil had been killed. Many businesses and schools were closed out of fear of the cryptid. Uh, additionally, loggers and lumberjacks who worked in the pine bearings refused to go to work until they were assured that the creature had been caught or killed. On Friday, the 22nd, the last day of the sightings, but the damage had already been done. The people of the pine bearings had finally been convinced of the existence of the Jersey Devil. There are still reports of the sightings of the creature in the modern day, but it has been suppressed by the panic of the winter of 1909. Mm. This shut down hundreds of schools. Jersey Devil did? Hundreds of businesses. This event. Yeah, yeah. So, will you look up, Emily? I don't have it here. I f- must have forgotten on my paper. Who shot it with a cannon? With a cannon? Mm-hmm. And they hit? It hit, and it knocked it out of the air for a bit. That's the big Jersey Devil. Yeah. Was, oh, wow. What a uh, shot. A general shot it with a cannon. Yeah. And knocked it out of the air, and then it got back up, screamed at him, and kept flying. Oh, dang. It was the first time, but it had no significant like long-term damage. Yeah, yeah. But it knocked it out yeah. for just a second. Which is a first. And they got mad. Uh, the general reported that uh, he thought he killed it because it just went it went down like a paper plane. Well, you hit anything with a cannon usually, unless it's a big he guy's took five belly. five shots. Oh, yeah. Did it hit once or what? Yeah. 
Okay. Let's keep mine. It's a flying target. It's still a big target, but it's the not. The fact that you hit it is amazing. Um, it says, according to the legend, while visiting the Hanover Mill Works to inspect his cannonballs being forged. Oh, yeah. It was at a cannonball factory. Stephen Decatur. Decatur. That was a guy. Sighted a flying yeah. creature and fired a cannonball directly upon it to know. I must have left it out. I, but, yeah. Yeah, he hit it with a cannonball. But he was literally at his cannonball facility. Yeah, what are the odds? And, but it's in the pine bearings. It's literally in the area with the Jersey Devil. Yeah. And they seen it, and then he had them rush out a bunch of cannonballs in his cannons. I think he shot it five times before he hit it. Dang. And they were all kind of like not thinking he was going to hit this thing. But keep in mind, at the time, it was being seen semi-often. Right, yeah. So it's not like going out and seeing a Bigfoot. Right. You know, this thing was active. Right, flying around and mm-hmm. biting dogs' faces off and killing pigs. And there was a couple other... Uh, we'll get into more modern stories. Uh, but, but there was a couple other old stories where it had attacked people mm-hmm. uh like they the trolleys and stuff in the 1900s right, right but in the 18 and 1700s there's a couple of ports of attacking carriages uh there was one abandoned carriage that was found kind of bloody and some people think it was either muggers yeah or the jersey devil but the doors are like ripped off and stuff like that no bodies were found yeah that's kind of strange so it could be either way really yeah, it could be at that point, because mm-hmm. you don't know, especially back then. As far as I know, the only confirmed stuff the Jersey Devil's killed is livestock. Yeah. But we'll get into some modern sightings. Uh, all of the people in the Pine Branks that have visits from the Jersey Devil have chickens or rabbits. Gone or killed? Yeah. Okay. Or they have them on the property, and they think that that may be the allure. Yeah, bringing them in. Well, it's an easy meal, especially mm-hmm. if you got them like, pinned up in your yard fence. <laughs> and the Jersey Devil doesn't. <laughs> We'll get into it. I have a story for you. What? Doesn't discriminate? It doesn't normally kill people. It normally curses them. Oh, okay. So, rather you suffer. Yeah, it's like a deeper burn. This thing is literally acts like a demon. Well, it sounds like it. I mean, this is, you know, we we attach devil to a lot of cryptids. But I think this is the one it may be apt. Yeah. It may be an actual descriptive factor. Well, I just like the origin story itself lends it. So a kind lot of right there, a lot of towns in the pine bearings of this time between the 1700s and the mid 1900s. So 1950, 1960, even. So fairly modern. Yes, towns in the Jersey or towns in the Jersey pine bearings uh, would start and then die. A yeah. lot of them would have weird diseases come through. A lot of them just couldn't survive. So the Jersey pine bearings are full of grown over towns. Are the pine bearings? Uh... Like in the Appalachia, or they overlap at all? I don't think they're no, they're not in the Appalachia. Okay, they're a bearing or a barren, a pine barren. Yeah, is a very weird uh, biological habitat. Okay, they're normally very barrens are normally very very soil poor. Okay, that's why they're dominated by pine. Pine trees, yeah, they can handle the bad dirt. Mm-hmm. And that's they're pretty much is just pine and ferns. So you get these super dense one or two species forest. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, of, of plant life. Right. 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 Uh, we see that kind of similar out in the California with the redwoods. Okay. You got really poor soil, and the ground is pretty much one hundred percent moss. Okay. Gotcha. You don't see dirt. You don't that, see other plants. That's how it is where I go up in Canada too. Mm-hmm. It's got everything's rocky, and mm-hmm. then pine trees. Everything's pine trees. Pine trees are good. So a barren is just because actually barren when you right. want to look at it biologically it's pretty barren it's one species or maybe two yeah and that's it yeah and that's not you know makes sense but so these uh there's actually a bigfoot sighting i heard about in the pine bearings that they were to follow these old aqueducts that were 100 percent grown over 
huh. to find these towns. Yeah. They aren't on the, any map. They're not anywhere you can find them. But these kids would go out, and they'd literally walk through the pine bearings, and they'd walk till they found an aqueduct. And then follow and it. Like, well, it's either that way or that way. Yeah. And they just follow it. That's pretty awesome. And But they had a Bigfoot encounter of a sick Bigfoot. Ooh. Uh, but that's a different story. Okay. But yeah, that's just, you know, something out there that's in the pine bearings. And then real quick, since they ended before the winter of 1909, there was also a big blizzard that came through in 1909. So that may be a what? big factor of what's slowed down the uh, activity. Yeah. yeah. And it really sounds ah. There's a big like blizzard a, uh, that went through there. The, the famous blizzard of 1909. It really sounds like a young one that got rambunctious, if you want to believe that these are more of a biological thing. Yeah, that actually age and mm-hmm. stuff. Like we wouldn't typically think about things that being alive, aging. The <laughs> one that what's our uh, who shot it with the cannon? Uh, Decatur. Decatur. The one that Decatur shot with the cannon was very large. Yeah. Some people said twenty foot tall. Twenty foot. Yeah. That could have been the original baby. A giraffe. Yeah, basically. That happened before. Oh yeah, the original baby. I get you. Not yeah, yeah. The baby that was causing all the trouble. No, no, no. Yeah, the original. The yeah, the OG. The OG Jersey. D. So I have Just a cu- make it rhyme. Yeah. I have a couple. Uh, <laughs> I have a couple. Oh my gosh! Story, modern stories for you. Anything before we move on to the modern stuff? Um, I mean, just recapping. It's it's crazy. Not crazy, but it's demon. I'm I'm gonna call it a demon creature. It really seems to be it, and I'm gonna tell you uh, a story, a synopsis story. Okay. From our good friends over at Camp Monsters Podcast. I don't know him. I love their show, though. Oh, okay. And they did a Jersey Devil. So what he does is he basically gathers a whole bunch of reports and stuff and makes a crafted story out of it. Oh, okay. So check out Camp Monsters Podcast. Great. I love it. They're normally about a half hour long. Sounds like uh, fun. It's a good... It's just a... It's, it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a synopsis of his story. Who's his? The Camp Monsters guy. Okay. Oh, 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 good. Yes. And it's going to express some stuff. Basically, I'm going to give the quick version. Okay. If you want to hear the full one, go over to his podcast. It's not my story. Uh, but a group of friends are out kayaking in the Pine Bearings, and they're birding, specifically. They're what? Birding. Okay. Looking, Looking for, for birds. birds. And that is a very big deal in the Pine Bearings, apparently. Okay. Uh, it's, I guess... Right for yeah, bird it's, species. Yeah. It's one that a lot of the tourists that are there are there for that. Wonder if any ivory-billed woodpeckers make their way. No, there are southern species that oh. don't get so big. Oh, okay. Pileated woodpeckers, sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, so Sarah and her friends are kayaking, and as they're going down the river, uh, Sarah notices a big black red-eyed bird kind of really off on the other side. So they're going down the river. There's a swamp on the side of the river, which is common. On the other side of the swamp, she sees just this shape of a big black bird, red eyes, that kind of takes back into the woods immediately after she sees it. Okay. So she tells her friends she thinks she sees a black stork, which we'll bring back up later. Okay. They're not native to the U.S. Uh, they're actually native to Asia, Russia, India, and a little bit of Europe. Hmm. They have made it here a couple times. Yeah. So she thinks this is a birder's dream. Right, yeah, this is a... This is a five-star species to go see. Right. But she has to see it fully, you know. 
because these are giant blackbirds with red eyes, red skin around their eyes. Mm-hmm. They look demonic, but they, they're just a bird. They're just a. They're huge though. Yeah, big old bird. Mm-hmm. So she gets out, pulls out her kayak, and she tells her friends. Her friends have a plan. This is like a three day kayaking adventure. So they're going to set up camp. They had a spot they already picked out about a mile down the river. So she says she's just going to catch up. And so they go on, you know. They don't want to walk through the swamp. Yeah. I've walked through swamps for a living. You don't want to do it. Why didn't she just kayak through it? Because it's not like, it's like a, a marsh swamp. Okay. So there's plants. Okay, okay. But there's just, you know, meat, feet of mud. Right, right, right. Uh, so it's not wet. It's not dry either. It's weird. It's just, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like walking in a brownie a matter. Yeah. It's like walking in a swamp. There you go. <laughs> or that too. But anyways... So Sarah starts going through the swamp, and it takes her about an hour and a half to make it probably 200 yards. Dang. And I I feel that. Just to see this bird. And she gets there, and she starts walking around, and she just can't find anything. And then eventually she gets, she gets lost. She's gone lost. Yeah, that's not good. And she finally finds a super old road. Uh you know, and like I said, there's all kinds of abandoned stuff in the pine bearings. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, well, this is just easier to walk. So she starts walking, and then she kind of hears something behind her. And she just keeps hearing and hearing and hearing things. She can't find out what it is. Eventually, it's starting to get really, it's just right before, right before it gets dark. This hulking, disgusting creature steps out. Wings, its mouth open, big sharp teeth. It kind of has just drool coming off it. It looks, it doesn't look real. Mm-hmm. Sarah panics and just starts running. And this thing is just always behind her, just chasing her almost silently. Yeah. And then she finally trips in an old foundation of a house. And it starts, she uh, has enough to kind of, she has her lighter and stuff on her. She starts a little fire with some of the wood that was there. It looks like an old abandoned campsite that somebody had already set up. In yeah. It yeah. abandoned house. It was just a foundation of a house. And the whole time she has this fire going, she can just see the red eyes on the edge of the light. And this thing just staring at her. And she can hear it. It's like pained breathing the whole time. It's like something, just dire pain. Right, yeah. And it doesn't move. It doesn't blink. It's just always looking right at Sarah. And then she finally starts running out of firewood. So the fire gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And this thing gets closer and closer and closer. It's always just on the edge. Yeah. And then finally the fire goes out. And she hears it. Step into the, the frame. And one more step. And then she can see it in the dark. Just this big looming long face. Coming with just edges of her. And a guttural gurgle. Said. You be cursed. Yeah that's awful. And then it disappears. That's not nice. And so it just tortured her to curse her. Yeah. And later on, she had a horrible accident and passed away a week later. Oh, wow. And that's kind of what the Jersey Devil is famous for, is not hurting you. But once it does this to you, it's... And once again, Camp Monsters, go listen to it. He does the story a lot, but it's his story. Mm-hmm. Uh, his show's cool, too. It's a good show. We love it. I'll check it out. Um, but anyways, so that just illustrates the... It's the nature of the devil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is not a friendly creature. This is not... This is when I lean towards as being a lot less biological. 
Yeah, but I do have some we're going to talk about later that may explain. It just depends on how much you want to look into the folklore as fact. I mean, even supernatural things may have some biological But when we get into it later, remember the big sighting, the one, the famous sighting that was days and caused all the panic, mm-hmm. was only two and a half feet tall. Right. So when we get into that later. Okay. Wasn't there an X-Files episode that related to the Jersey Probably. Devil? There's an X-Files episode like that relates to everything. On. Oh, did you know most of the X-Files episodes are based off real... Uh, like FBI reports. Did hmm. you know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, I found that out. That's pretty neat. Because I think early on they had like a episode that was supposed to be towards the Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil? Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Sorry for more modern stories? Yeah. That... So we're going to jump up a, a lot. I don't have dates for all of these. I'm trying to look. Hmm. I only have dates for one, actually, I think. You already read that page. Okay. <laughs> I have dates for two of them. But so the oldest one I have, so these are all between 1993 and 2015. Okay. So very modern. Yeah. Um, in 1993, forest ranger John Irwin was uh, driving along the Manic River or the Malnick River uh, when he saw a strange creature blocking the road ahead of him. He said it was about six foot tall with horns and matted black fur. The two stared at each other for several minutes before the creature turned and ran off into the forest. That's pretty much that sighting. Okay. A lot of these, there was, most of these are really small. Right, yeah. Uh, one e oh, so the Smithville Surprise is what the name of the story is. One evening while taking out the trash, uh, Fern Calapo, owner of the Smithville Inn and Village in Galloway Township, saw a strange shadow projection onto the, uh, the wall be- before her. She said it looked and saw the shadow of the beast that had big wings. While the image had been frightening, Calapo said that she felt calm, as if the devil was watching over her. Uh, perhaps he was just curious about what she was doing with her trash. She said she felt calm? Mm-hmm. As the devil's watching over As if the devil was watching over Not as in the devil below, as in the Jersey devil. Right. Oh, oh okay. As okay. in the creature was not there. She felt the creature was not there to harm her. her. Okay. It was more just interested in what she was doing with the trash. More like a curious animal Makes rather than... Sense. Okay, yeah. When you when you read that in my head, I'm like, um, it's hard when the creature's named the devil. Yeah, exactly. I was reading that. It made me think of that SpongeBob episode. Which one? The hash slinging slasher. slasher. Where he's taking the trash. That, yeah. At night. <laughs> yeah. And then they saw like the silhouette of the hash slinging slasher. The hash bringing, slash singing. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do something. Uh, <laughs> view from the the deck outside the Malnick River. In Crab County in Leeds Point. Bum, bum, bum. Leeds Point. Oh. Wink, wink. Bringing it all back around. And once again, I don't pronounce names well, so Pete Jernisovis, I'm going to go with. I think that's right. Ten foot tall in stopping traffic is the name of the story. (laughs) Okay. They all have little names. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, So while traveling down Route 9 in Bayville... Three cars were forced to slam on their brakes when, according to one witness, a 10-foot-tall Jersey Devil figure with a long head, short, flat ears ran across the road. One witness would report the creature emerging from the woodland uh, area near the mini-mall and galloping across in front of traffic and then disappearing into the woods on the other side of the street. Maybe the beast had uh, just gotten a devil of a deal of his favorite boutique. <sighs> but no, he just was in a... Uh, I should have done it. I thought you were... 
Um, but yeah, so what's a lot of these reports are the devil crossing the road and the mm-hmm. devil not flying. Okay, yeah. And that's what specifically what we see with these larger devils. With the hood feet. Like leaving actual footprints, not flying. Maybe not, not in these modern sightings. We haven't had uh, any reports of that. But in the old ones, you know, yes. it was always walking. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll cover that. Well, it takes less energy to walk than it does to oh, fly. Oh, yeah. Flying is very expensive biologically. What about thermal, thermal vent riding? No, they're not in the ocean. I'm just saying, does that take less energy uh, than flying? Yes, a lot. Ah, okay. It's almost free, but you got to get up there or you got to get over the ocean. Interesting. All right. That's why condors and stuff like that do that. I just learned about that, so I All right, ask. next photo. Yeah. Llama or devil? <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, one of the most recent sightings occurred in Galloway Township in October of 2015. Little Egg Harbor resident David Black said he was driving along Route 9 again. Uh, near. So that's, that's the second Route 9 we've had. Sighting, yeah. Uh, near a golf course when he saw what he thought was a llama walking in and out of the tree line. On the side of the road, suddenly the creature spread its wings and flew away. Uh, he captured the beast image on his cell phone photo and it went viral, uh, flying off in the sunset. A few days after David supposedly captured the dirty devil on his cell phone camera, Emily Martin shot a video of it appearing in the same creature at, at, spotted at the Old Port Republic Road near Leeds Point. Mm. Second time with Leeds, Leeds Point. Point, yep. Uh, both Black and uh, Martin. Never are swear ne- or swear neither of the images or the videos were edited or set up. Some people say the photo and the video are have very suspicious attributes to them. The photo looks fake as fake. Yeah. The video looks okay. See, I've, I don't know if I've seen them. Maybe I have. The video looks or the photo looks fake as fake. But not saying it is. You can have really real photos that look fake. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've taken photos that don't look real. Mm-hmm. But it's just you know something. It does not look. I wonder if they can do that, or I'm sure they can do that, like, pixelation test mm-hmm. or whatever, scan the photo, yeah. see if it has been Photoshopped. So, what do we think before I get into my, my the next part of this? Um, I think this cursed creature is frightening, definitely. I don't know. I, I'm tending to believe with, or agree with you. I don't think it's entirely biological at all. It oh. sounds very super... Or, Entirely. I mean, I think if you want to believe all the folklore, or okay, continue. Don't bring me into this. Okay. Um, I think it's half supernatural, half biological, or something mm-hmm. along those lines. It's right in line somehow. Maybe an interdimensional creature or something, but it's not. But it's some cursed creature or something like that. I think it is demonic and stuff like that. If and it... whatever qualities that mm-hmm. comes along with it. What do you think, Emmy? I think that the Leeds Point or whatever is like the hub. Yeah, that makes sense. That's where it's mostly mm. seen. So it, since it's mostly seen there, there's probably something with that curse that was like. That's where that's where the Leeds family lived. I know, well. but I'm saying like with the curse with that, mm-hmm. you're gonna see it more prevalent that they're there, or have more occurrences there because that's their hub. So they probably are like, okay, it's kind of their vernal pool. Like, oh, there you go. Oh, vernal pool. Salamander facts. It's oh. like their vernal pool, so they're always going to go back to that point because that's like where they the were same beach. born and lived. Like where when you lease a homing pigeon, it goes back to where mm-hmm. it once came, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. So, you're both wrong. <sighs> Dang it. Why? Every time. Every time. No. So, as we talked about with the uh, Sarah story, yes, black storks 
are not native to the U.S., but they are large, six to seven foot tall sometimes. Black, I mean, super, super black, big wingspans, and red as red eyes. Okay. Uh, so they fit the description pretty well. Big, long, lanky things. Mm-hmm. A uh, big, long head. But they're nasty. They, they can be very aggressive. Do they have hooves? So we'll get into that. Okay. So that's a very unlikely candidate, but it is a candidate that fits. Okay. The more likely candidate, so keep in mind, and the big sightings that the Jersey Devil's known for, besides all these little one-off ones, mm-hmm. is the 1909 stuff. How big was that creature? Was that the small three one? Three foot tall. Yeah. Two yeah. and a half to three foot tall. Yep. So there's a creature called a hammer-headed bat. Okay. That I'm 99% sure that's what they were seeing. Huh. Pull up a picture of a hammer-headed bat, well, please. Well, we already showed him. Well, just, just so we can talk about why we're looking at it. Right, true. True. Um, no, I think that's what these people were seeing. I think the dog was attacking it when it ripped the dog's face off, because they are not... They, they have big jaws. So they're I mean, aggressive. I that's why they look like that. Are they are they They're not normally or? aggressive. No, they're fruit eaters, I believe. Okay. But if the dog has it, it's going to defend itself. Well, naturally, yeah. So if the dog has cornered it or something... It's just going to turn and bite hard. Yeah. They do not have a light bite. Okay. I mean, they crush nuts and stuff like that. No, that's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just a picture, I mean. I know. I was then looking to see what they eat. So you may say, Justin, how would a hammerhead bat get to the U.S. if they're native to the Congo? Oh, that's Africa, right? Yes. Okay. So it actually happened a lot. Uh, they were, for a long time, very common ship sto- stowaways. Okay. Even though they're not a small bat, they do get the three foot tall. Yeah. And they still found their way onto a ship. They they would hide because during the well they were day they were diurnal bats, so they fly mostly during the day. Okay. That's why this creature was seen mostly during the day in this flap, and it just fits the description. They float. They rode over on ships constantly. Interesting. They eat fruit. Mm-hmm. But they're just they fit the description perfectly. Well, yeah. These short round ears. Big giant heads, the wings. Ugh, the horse looking face. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Let me see. Hammer headed bat. That's what it's called. Yeah, post that on the Facebook and don't tell anybody why. Just, yeah, just post it. Mm-hmm. So when you're listening to this, you can hop onto our Facebook mm-hmm. page, pop on down. Do you see this? Well, remember this episode comes out later. Next week. Yeah. It'll be there. They just got to scroll down. Mm, you'll find it. You'll find it. Hammerheaded It'll be bat. Yeah, Should ugly thing. Hmm? Yeah, just post yeah, it. Go ahead no and post context. It now. Hammerheaded bat. Just put, we'll just put that. Just the picture? And then say hammerheaded bat. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's what the 1909 sightings were. It does make a lot of sense. Not saying the Jersey Devil isn't, that. isn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that 1909 sightings were the Jersey Devil. It does not fit the M.O. of the Jersey Devil. It's kind of weird that it was... But it does fit that. Yeah, I think it was that. Yeah. A, a couple of them, uh, you know, a group of them flew over on a sh- or rode over on a ship, and once they got here, they just took off. Yeah. There's all kinds of ports in the area. All kinds of exotics got loose there. Hmm, interesting. Uh, in the 17 and 1800s... Can you show the YouTube? Oh, yeah. In the 1700s... Is that going to work? Back it up. No. Nope. Okay. Look on the Facebook. 17 yes. and 1800s. Uh, all kinds of animals got loose. Everything from large and small lizards, uh, a lot of snakes. Huh. Um, all kinds of just weird stuff. A lot of apes, which is an upcoming episode. 
What they they brought them over here? Yes. So almost in this from the 16th to the 1800s, almost every ship had an ape on it. Why? Entertainment. Oh, are you kidding me? Every ship that went to Africa would buy some kind of ape to chain up in a corner of the ship. Wow. And have for entertainment. What's entertaining about that? I mean, you're on in the sea for months at a time. Yeah, I guess so. You just throw a banana at it and watch it go nuts. Wow. Yeah, that's It was sad. really, yeah, <laughs> almost a form of torture. Yeah. But it was entertainment to these people. And that's what they think uh, some of these creatures could get here. And they had all kinds of stuff. Some captains had Burmese pythons in a, in a box. Yeah. And they just used it to throw cats in the box, and then that was entertainment. Oh, wow. No wonder why so many of these cursed creatures are here. Mm-hmm. It's like a and lot of trauma what, and torture. Uh, Lauren Coleman's book, we're going to cover the napes, the North American ape species. Maybe a undiscovered or undocumented species of primate in the south mm, okay. from these ships. Yeah. Because they had species of ape that we have just recently discovered or haven't discovered being described on these ships. Oh, okay. Like they described silverback chimpanzees. Wow. Which were not silverback gorillas. They knew what a gorilla was. Right, yeah. Uh, they knew what a chimpanzee was. Mm-hmm. We just discovered those were bonobos. Oh, okay. And that was just real recent that we discovered bonobos so they have bonobos on their boat mm-hmm. and they're, they're probably down where are they from bonobos are from the top of the congo i believe oh okay okay they're as you say they're not in south america or something no, no from them there's being no, brought over there's no great apes i don't think there's any great apes in south america okay huh, I, you know i don't know i don't know what's flourishing here i think i don't know where gibbons are from off the top of my head i think they're the only ape in south america Oh, okay. If they're in South America, they may not be. Gibbons. Well, for the hammerhead bat, mm-hmm. they were more in like the rainforesty swamp areas. So is that kind of that's where the, where the they ships would land? Went to? Well, that's when they got here. They didn't have a choice. Right. Yeah. They were starving and had to go find food. Probably they in the pine bearings in the trash cans. Yeah. The gibbon Dog's is faces. from eastern bangladesh to northeast india so another asian to southern greedy. china so i don't think it's any great apes hmm. um that one story we covered about the or on with the jersey devil mm-hmm. slashing the pig's throats and eating their brains out mm-hmm. was that the big one or the small one that was a big one okay okay makes yeah, sense. yeah a hammerhead bag couldn't do that yeah Even a small jersey devil couldn't do that 200 pigs yeah it's a but, lot but Fair. they don't eat blood that's what we just said yeah that's the small one but it was the big one that did it. Well, I was researching while mm-hmm. y'all were talking about So, <laughs> I gave you some natural explanations. Yeah. Hammerhead bat, I think, is really what happened in the 1909 sightings. Mm-hmm. I could believe it. Or a group of them. Yeah. And that's I where could. they were kind of seen widespread. They got off, once the ship got near land, they just took off. Yeah. I and they totally probably starved to death or froze to death. Because it was late in the year, and st- or, you know, it was in the winter. Yeah, they did say, was that the early 1900 ones? Yeah. The January. The, remember the blizzard of 1909? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they only made it like four days. At night, they were probably fighting somewhere, you know, to roost. It was warm-ish. Yeah. And then it turns out there's nowhere And I think warm. The, I think the tracks they found were deer and stuff like that. They just were on a monster hunt. Yeah. And everything was a monster sign. Mm-hmm. That's why I think for that specific story, that everything they seen was just... Could even have been like a monster buck. Ah... Uh, yeah, but no, I just think every like everything, and then like the twenty miles of tracks that went over kind of weird stuff. Yeah. There were gaps in that. Okay. So they'd go find them and then connect another. So it could set of tracks yeah. to it. Yeah. And there's a lot of deer over there. 
So you can make anything work if you're looking for hooven tracks. The only thing that's strange is going up buildings and over buildings. And I'm 100% sure there's a lot of exaggeration for the newspaper. Because it's a central, the middle of the panic. And that never happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When there's a panic, people are very calm and tell the truth. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I think happened in 1909. I think it really was Hammerhead Bats. But not saying the whole Jersey Devil. It's Hammerhead Bats. I think there is definitely a Jersey Devil. I think this big sighting was not the Jersey Devil. It really was not his MO. Right. This thing was extremely active during the day. It seemed like thousands of people. Thousands. That's a big number. That should lend some credibility mm-hmm. to it. Even if one of them's... And they all are, described it as like three foot to two and a half foot tall. About the same description, yeah. 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 I don't know why these people were scared of this thing. Uh, have you seen that hammerhead bat? Yeah, but you it kick it to death. Bigger. I would be scared of it, though. Yeah. Especially if you already have the Jersey Devil. I guess if you're Devil, in 1909. And you already have Jersey Devil folk, folklore floating around. You see this thing. I'd be crying. And like my the guys pants. that say they shot it, I'm sure they missed. Oh, okay. The, the guy that... But the one that shot it with the cannonball. That's that different. Was the, that I'm was talking the big about one. The guy that shot it with the gun and right, said yeah. he knocked it out of the sky and it got back up. Yeah, yeah. You think they just missed? I think they just missed. I think he was being... I think he went to the bar... He you was like, sound like a big dog. Yeah, yeah. I shot the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. He just survived. He got up and got away, but I shot him. He got, he got better. One, he got even better. the one with the cannonball didn't hit any, is what it said. Oh, yeah, it depends on which story. He he said he hit it once, and mm. it knocked it down, and it got back up. Yeah, and, and it snarled and screamed at him or mm-hmm. something. Huh. All right, so I got another little section for you. What, uh, other cryptids that are very similar. So we have the bat squatch, yeah, which we just did last or two weeks ago. For when this comes out, it'll be two weeks. Uh, Mothman, very yep. very similar. A lot of the sightings and stuff. That's the main one I go the to snally- when John's and the Snallygaster. I got that on my list. Ooh, Snallygaster. The Snallygaster has a lot of unique characteristics though, but it is another big winged creature mm-hmm. in between the Mothman and the Dirty Devil. Yep, and I don't think we. We've covered that one yet. Nope. Uh, basically, it's a very Cthulhu-like creature. Mm-hmm. That lives in a barn. Mm-hmm. That's why middle the middle stars are in barns, specifically for the Snallygaster. Oh, I thought it was for something else entirely. We'll save it for that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll save it for that episode. But yeah, this is neat. So what do you guys think of the Jersey Devil as a whole? I think it's a wild story. But I do, I, I do believe what you just said, that I believe there really is a Jersey Devil out there. Um... Especially, yeah, the big one. The big one's probably the one that is. I think there's a Jersey Devil. Yeah. This is one of the few cryptids I think there is a Jersey Devil. Just a one-off one. one. I think it's one thing. And I wonder if if it's a... I think it's a curse or it is an actual demon. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's reoccurring. Like if if it even... If, like it, if it does die or if it's reborn, huh? Like X many years, it has to be active or whatever. Jeepers yeah. Creepers rules. Yeah, something like something well, like that. It's like um, in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's allowed to step on the bank every seven years. Or it's literally the definition of Jeepers Creepers. Because yeah. it's literally the... the That's probably where they got the movie idea plot from. Probably be. Probably is. Because he has to wake up. It's every, every 31 years or something like that. I. It's been so long since I've seen it's that. It's something like that. He has to wake up and then he has seven days. There, I, I've... Seen the first one and the second one, but I just all I can remember is the theme song. Because that could be why like the occurrences are so far apart. 
And yeah. I wonder how much of this the sightings in the pine barrens because they still occur every year. There's Jersey Devil sightings. And is it sightings for the big one or small one? Or oh, what? it's always the big one. It's always the big one. Okay. But I wonder how much of that is actually people seeing Bigfoot and other things. Yeah, they just automatically attribute because they're in Jersey, to, right? Yeah, to that. Because there is the pine barrens does have a lot of Bigfoot sightings and Bigfoot stories. Hmm. A lot of overlap there. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's how many are each way. And what if? Uh, what if the Bat Squatch back in the day was a Jersey Devil that was just over there? It could be a very similar creature that are they're just really really spread out, which yeah. makes sense. You're right, yeah. But uh, yeah, Mothman could be the similar thing. Similar, yeah. Because they don't. Besides, I mean, Mothman's attacked a dog, but besides a couple accounts, most of these creatures don't physically aren't very good at hunting people mm-hmm. and they don't try it very often the bat squatch was probably, probably the we only talked exception. about starving yeah the only exception maybe i mean literally was living in a burnt down forest with no food yeah <laughs> and it wasn't good at it no, not at all as far as we know it didn't get anybody it almost got that one guy under the truck but yeah but i think it even would have grabbed him i don't think it could have took off with him he probably could have broke its wing yeah they're anything that big that's flying is built very light mm-hmm. and hmm. i just think you know it, there's a good chance that all these big flying black thunderbirds and stuff like that could could oh. be a species overlap mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, like, and they just have a big range. Could be even a hybridized species, like a liger, <laughs> but a bat squatch mixed with a devil. Or a, yali. a what? The yali. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Video last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So before we go, I have a recipe for you out of cooking with cryptids. Mm. And we got this book from uh, the Cryptid HQ booth. But Cooking with Cryptids, you want to read the names of all the people? It's Dave Spinks, Lyle Blackburn, and Joe Perdue. Mm -hmm. So there's Jersey Devil deviled eggs. Oh, I love it already. Yummy. Mm -hmm. And it's a super easy recipe. And they have a little blurbs about each of them. But yeah. Which it talks about, like with some cryptids, it has the little blurb of like their backstory. Like yeah. this one talks about how it was the leads, the leads, and then it was she cursed the thirteenth child. Mm. So pick up that book if you like cooking, cooking with, cryptids. with cryptids. I think they have two different ones. They have that one, and then I think another one. And David signed it for us. It's a cool book. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, that's pretty much the Jersey Devil. What's your guys' final thoughts? Have you had any that we haven't talked about? Um, well, I guess just finishing up, I, I I think it could be something that could be reoccurring, possibly. Whether there's just one or more than one, I don't know. But with its origin story of it being like a curse that kind of unfolded before their eyes, I guess. Who's to say it can't be happening again or reoccurring? Mm-hmm. Or if one dies, then gives someone else an opportunity it's almost like she gave permission for whatever this thing is to manifest itself into her baby i think body. that's what it, i if we want to leave the ledger i think that's what happened yeah which is kind of creepy so i don't think i think it's one i don't think it dies i don't think it can die Mm-mm. we're talking something that's more spiritual yeah like you think it's physical body can't die or can die i don't think it can any of it can die okay i just you know it being a possession yeah, it just it can't. It'd be some type of possession. And I don't think it can die. I think it has spikes of activity. If only we knew how the universe really worked. And I think it especially is cursing people, not actually hurting people. Yeah, 
Which, yeah. The suffering is what it wants, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it gets blamed a lot for these whole towns dying off. And we're talking about towns and cities. The one was like 15,000 people. And that's like mass, I don't know, mass suffering all mm-hmm. at once, I guess. I don't know. What else word you'd use to describe that? But Emily, you got anything else before we go? I still think that the hub is the lead's point. Yeah, I think everybody agrees there. I don't think anybody's arguing. You think it's government-related at all? No, mm-hmm. not this one. Mm-hmm. Too old. Too old, yeah, true. We would have a government when this thing was seen. I think seen. it passes down through the other 12 kids, too. And maybe, like, once the one dies off. They're all dead. I meant, like, when they went and had kids. Mm, did any it of the... pass off to X amount of their kids. Any so of... maybe once, like... The OG one did pass, then it would move on to one of the grandkids. Like one of their babies. I think you're crazy. I know, you never. After this whole story, that's the part you draw a line. Nope. Now you're crazy. You're crazy. All right. (laughs) That's been the Jersey Devil. Sorry for all the reading. That's a good story. Yeah, it just, I'm bad with names. I feel bad. Ah, We are. Especially New England. Everyone. <laughs> See, like when we do further away names, I don't care because I can just. Yeah, you don't care force at all. my way through them. Yeah. But uh, that's the Jersey Devil. Everybody asked for it. That's a cool story. He's got shot with a cannon, hammerhead bat, demon. I like the hammerhead bat. I like Teen Kids. I like that connection there. Stop at 12. Yes. Moral of the story stop at 12 kids. Yep. And just don't curse your kids. Yeah. Do whatever you got to M- do. Maybe that too. Even if you stop at. Two, just don't curse that second one. Mm. I think we need more Jersey Devils flying around. I probably wouldn't hurt. It's easier to find them. Less swine flu. Mm. All right, I have been the mysterious Justin. And I've been the infamous Jay. And I've been Emily. And together we are Crypts of the Corn. We'll catch you later this week with a uh, a very scary part of the Bigfoot phenomena. Ooh. Ooh. All right, guys. You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical.